What's up, everyone? Uh, my name is Chris Hagen. This is Above the Standard, our podcast from Barbell Battalion. I hope everybody's having a great Memorial Day. But remember, this isn't about beer, barbecues, or boating. Today is about our freedoms, the freedoms that we take for granted. But more importantly, this day is about the men and women that protect those freedoms. The same freedoms that allow me to do this podcast openly, the same freedoms that allow amazing journalism to happen every single day. Not fake news, but the actual hardworking journalists in this country and around this planet. And also, it's the same freedoms that allow you to have that firearm next to you, under your bed, under your mattress, in your car, on your boat, who knows, on your person. We have a great podcast today. My guest has his artwork on thousands of fire helmets around the country. His work spans from New York to Honolulu. If you've seen gold shields with black lettering, red drop shadow, you know it's the work of this man. His story is phenomenal. What started from nothing has developed into a career that he wouldn't trade for anything. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for my guest, Bob Stella. Bob, we finally Fine. connected. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. So how how are you guys doing? Uh, you got you're in Massachusetts, right? Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Bob, I I really do appreciate you uh, jumping on here and uh, do, doing the podcast with me. Um, you make probably the most I would say quintessential shields uh, in the in the industry in the, in the industry. You know, it is a Gold leaf shield, black lettering, red drop shadow, and it is about as iconic as as you can get. Um, uh, why? Uh, wh- so, what brought you into uh, making shields? Well, it um, started back in the mid '80s. I joined um, um, a museum called Bear Cove Fire Museum in Hingham, Massachusetts, and at the time, we were restoring a 1935 Aaron Fox. And the guy was there doing some gold leaf and I was watching him and I helped him with the truck. You know, my lines were shaky and, you know, cause I didn't know what I was doing. And then a friend of mine, he was being promoted to deputy chief. And he said, uh, can you paint me a shield? I said, uh, I don't know. I've never done it before. So he gave me a blank shield and I painted a shield for him. It came out pretty good. You know, it was still a little shaky and everything. And he showed it to another guy and Next thing you know, I'm painting for him. And then the word of mouth got out, and now I'm starting to really start painting. And, and it just kind of snowballed from there. Um, never took a lesson, just picked up a paintbrush one day and self-taught myself how to do this. That's that's incredible that that talent went, I mean, so seamlessly. I mean, obviously it came with uh, um, work and progression, but it, it really – it really spiraled into something pretty pretty fantastic um yeah it's a monster i can't kill (laughs) (laughs) um so i want to talk uh, a little bit about the 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 tradition of the shield could you uh you've been in the industry a long time it seems like you have a really strong fire service connection uh what's what's the history of the shield uh on on the fire helmet well it's you know it goes way back to um the high eagle days and from what i can gather uh the hand painted shields 
um, is for the guys that took a little more pride and wanted to show off. And back in the day, I had a huge collection of um, hand-painted shields that went back to the 1800s. And they had steamers and hose carts, and um, they were really quite elaborate uh, shields. And I think that's that's the way it, uh, some guys really want it. They wanted their shields to be the ones that stand out. Like, what I like about the shield so much, and, and one is the amount of, of, of time and pride. I mean, anyone that, that follows you on a social media platform knows – the 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 time and the pride that you have in in, right. w- in what you create, um, what I love about it so much is you really make one of the only things that a fireman will take with them into retirement or even the afterlife is they hold on to a shield and the badge and that the helmet the uniform, but really what goes in the shadow box, what's hung on the wall, what the family keeps, what's put in the casket. Is is those items, the shield, the badge, and that to me is is really what what drove me to really want to talk to you and hear your story um, uh, about it. Because a shield to a fireman is a lot more than just a piece of leather held on by an eagle. And uh, right. in 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 your experience, in, in everything that you've created, what does the shield mean to people on the job? Like you said, it's um, it's it's more than just a shield. It's it's their whole career is on their helmet, and it's been to all their fires. It's it's going to be soot and smoke damaged, and it's going to reflect um, their whole career. And that's what I've I've done a lot of shields that um, that uh, now in shadow boxes. And like you said, I know at least three guys that it went in the casket with them. And one of those guys, um, his father died and he came to me and says, uh, I want to get a shield for my dad for the casket. And, you know, the guy had just died and I literally stayed up all night painting a shield for him and got it dry by the next day so he could have it for his father. So I mean, it's that kind. I mean, it, it go, it really does go to show how, um, much we in the, in the industry, and I think for good reason, value, not only the 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 helmet, but but the shield themselves. Um, in one of the most iconic photos that that's circulated um, for websites and FEMA and let well, me not FEMA, but a lot of fire departments use this one particular photo of uh, FDNY Deputy Chief Joseph Curry, and he is standing a couple days after nine eleven pointing, giving some sort of command or, or some sort of expeditious order. And again, it, it really, you know, cemented with me, your work stands on really some of the most major incidents that shape this country because they're going to have a, 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 a chief level officer, fire chief, even a captain, battalion chief, giving some sort of either conference or update or they are in the spotlight, and it it's a it's a testament to I think the longevity of of one small part of of, of a big like you said monster that that your hands create. Um, take if you could take me through the process of, of what it goes into to create a shield from from when you you, you sit down to to when you hand it, hand it off. Well, a gold leaf shield 
it's it's several steps and it takes a while you know it starts with the blank shield and i have to prep the shield uh prime it with primer and that has to sit 24 hours then there's, there's a thing called gold size it's a it's a paint on glue that you have to put on and you have to let it dry but you have to let it dry just right so it's like tacky like tape and it can't be too loose and it can't be too dry so you have to get it basically in the right spot so i usually do a dozen shields at a time so i don't get um so it doesn't get ahead of me and so when it gets all when that gets all tacky the gold leaf is on paper and it's probably three and a half by three and a half inches and you put that on the on the um, gold size, and you you rub the back of the paper, and you peel it off, and there you go. The, the gold is on. It takes about two and a half, three sheets of gold per shield. And then to get the swirls, it's called engine turn, and it's just a piece of um, it's either velvet or velour. I don't know what you call it. It's a fabric with a bunch of cotton balls in it, and you just put it on there, and you give it like a quarter turn. And that's what gives it that uh, that nice shine when it hits the light. So and then, after yeah, yeah, after the gold's applied, um, what you know, I guess some can depend on intricacy intricacy of uh, of design, but right. um, you know, from after the gold leaf, what's the timing after that? Well, like I said, I do batches of you know lots of like a dozen uh, or maybe a little more. So like I'm still finishing up sixty three shields for FDN tonight. So they're all battalion chiefs. So you put the gold down and then you do the black lettering. And this time of year is good because I can put them out in the sun and they dry real fast. Winter time, it takes hours for it to dry. And then once those are dry, you do the red shadow. That's dry. You then you do the, the pinstriping around the lettering. And um, it takes time-wise to, to make a shield, if it could dry as you're doing it, probably an hour. But it's spread over several days to get it all done, especially a large order like when New York and Boston that I'm doing. What uh, what's the 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 turnaround time that you're looking at right now? If if, if I were to if I were to place my order, uh, today, when's it coming? <laughs> Before I got the New York order, uh, contract, it was a couple of weeks. Now you're looking at eight to ten weeks. Because once I started doing New York, uh, Dallas Fire called New York and wanted to know who was doing their shields, and they gave him my number. Then now I'm doing Dallas, and then Newport News. I'm doing all Newport News, and it's the same style as the FDNY shields that these cities are now doing. And these are 20, 30 shields at a time. So those 30 shields that I'm doing for a city takes up 30 single orders that are waiting in the sidelines until this is done. So that's why it takes eight to 10 weeks. So how did the, the, the New York contract um, come about? The um, Joseph Kelly, he was in Westchester, Pennsylvania. He was painting them and he was an old guy and he died and his wife and I believe his daughters were painting and it just got too much for them. And when I got the call from New York, they gave New York my phone number. And so New York called me out of the blue one day and asked for a sample shield. So I sent down some samples and um, the commissioner liked them. He tweaked them a little bit because I added a little more detail 
to the shield and the commissioner didn't want the extra details. So there's, there are actually a couple of prototype shields that are in use right now in the city that are really one of a kind. So then he, uh, they gave me the, uh, the, the contract to do it. And my first order for shields was a hundred shields. I almost fell off the chair when they asked me that. Because before then, <laughs> before then, what was what was like your largest one-time order that came in prior to to New York? To New York, probably Boston. I do a lot for Boston. When they start promoting, I can do maybe a dozen or two for Boston, um, Dallas. That was a big order, but that was after New York. But New York, once that came in, that really gave me a lot of work to do. And like I said, it, it, it's not silk screened. Or it's not printed on a computer. I sit here at my desk and do it one at a time. You know, I'm on The Simpsons when Bart's writing on the chalkboard. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's what I feel like sometimes. <laughs> Why am I being punished? <laughs> so what's uh, in what's your what's Command Central look like in the uh, the the Bob Stella compound? Well, um, I bought my neighbor's house. To, to live in. So the house that I originally lived in is now my workshop. So the living room is a desk with tables all around me with shields laid out all over the tables, the kitchen cabinets, hold paint and extra shields. And, uh, it's basically the whole house. It's a small house, but basically every room is for painting shields. Now. I mean, at least your commute to work isn't too terrible. Oh, yeah. My wife hates it because it's 15 steps and I'm at work, and she's got to drive 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so what, run me through some so – what, what are some of the, the notable shields that stand out to you? Uh, one, I want to hear your favorite shield that you've done, and then what, what other ones in your, in your career stand out? Um, the one uh, – like uh, President Bush, I did one for him. Um, after September 11th for school, they sent it down to him. And uh, a friend of mine was at the Bush Library, and he said he saw it in the uh, display. Um, Rescue Me, the TV show, I did a bunch for them. They had, like, um, fundraisers, and I made shields uh, that said Rescue Me Engine 99 Lattice 62 with a picture of a, an old-time picture of a fireman carrying a woman down a ladder with fire all around him. Those I really liked. In fact, I made one for myself, and I put it on a white helmet, and uh, a friend of mine in the next town was an extra on the show, and he brought it down there and have, had the cast sign the helmet for me. So that's pretty cool. And um, Anheuser-Busch Beer Company had me make a bunch of high eagle shields, and that with the, the fancy letter A with the eagle on it, I don't know why they wanted that, I assume for the, the horse thing or something, but... I like those so much. I made one for myself that's hanging up in my shop here. Um, I'm now making one for uh, President Trump from Firefighters in California. They sent me a red helmet, and I'm making a gold shield, but now that everything's put on hold because of this uh, COVID-19, they can't get it to the president. So I have some time to work on that. So that'll be the third president that I've made a shield for, which is pretty cool. That's, As a five, making five shields for presidents. I mean, I I don't think. I, did you think back when you were painting your first shield that it would create into this um, no. endeavor that you had today? I mean, never. Lo looking back on it, you know, reflecting on, on this long storied career. I mean, 
you started what year? 1988, made the first shield. So 30, 32 years later. 32, yeah. Um, you know, when you look back on your career, I mean, that, that's got to be a pretty pretty intense thing to look back on and really see what kind of um, impact and um, involvement you've had nationwide. Yeah. I can only imagine where and what some of my shields have been to. Um, you know, I see it on the local news up here in Boston that uh, I see him on TV and the wife is like, oh, there's one of yours again. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then looking through magazines, I see him, you know, on, on like a firehouse magazine. I see them in hot shots. And, you know, I, I get a kick out of that because I'm just one guy in this little town that just paints shields all day long. <laughs> you know, <laughs> never thought it would turn into this. That's for sure. So when you're when you're uh, painting and creating shield, what do you like to do? What do you like to have on music wise? Um, or is it or is it the news? Is it is it President have, Trump? Is it, it well, know, like anything? I have I have the TV on on uh, uh, just a station, but it's on mute because I like to. Uh, there's one station that always cuts in for breaking news, so I like to keep that on. But then basically, I have my computer on and. Um, one thing I did like listening to was when I was painting New York Shields once on YouTube, they have the 1970s uh, fire audio from New York during the war years, listening to that. And you just can't believe what was going on. You know, I'm sitting here painting New York Shields, listening to them with a six-story building fully involved. All I got is an engine and a towel ladder, you know? Right. It's not like nowadays. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. But I'll, I, it's not like I watch anything. I'll throw a movie on the computer and and basically listen to it, but I can't really watch anything. And um, you know, I get the scanner going and it occupies my time that way. But there's sometimes when you just have to put the brush down and walk away from it because it gets just too much. You got to take a walk around the block or something. You know, like kind of what we said before, and, and, and what you're telling me, you have a a, a really um, strong connection to the fire service. Did you serve at all uh, in the community, or how did you get involved with that museum in the first place to do uh, that work? Well, when I was in high school, back 79, I graduated, and I was a news photographer. for uh, That's what the job I went into, local newspaper. And I basically worked back in the day, it was the, the, the overnight shift, and I covered everything in the Boston area for the newspaper. So I got friendly with firemen and, you know, I'd, I'd see them at fires. I'd give them pictures. They invite me to the firehouse and have supper at the firehouse, which you never go home hungry when you have a firehouse supper. That's for sure. And next thing you know, I'm riding on the trucks with them. And um, I, I, I wanted to be a fireman, but I really liked doing the news photography because I could I could do a lot more that I liked, uh, not just fires, but I covered the police stuff and. Um, I did probably 20 years of that, and then I switched to TV, and I was shooting TV news for a long time, and then cell phones killed that because everybody was a news photographer, and that business died, so I ended up um, getting a night job as a night custodian in an elementary school, which I really hated, and it wasn't until I got the contract for New York, I walked in the day I got the call that I was doing New York, I went to work, gave them my keys, and walked out. Never went back. When, when did that uh, contract come in from New York? Uh, 2018. Oh, okay. So, so you've, outside of Shields, you've been grinding for a long time. Uh, 
and in a, in a couple of different uh you know industries um oh yeah yeah okay mostly oh. mostly news photography and um that that was a, the the most i've done I, and you know now i look back at it i was cranking out shields working as a night custodian and shooting tv news when something came in is i don't know how i did it <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea how i did it but um yeah it was fun. Now that now that I'm just doing this, this is this is like the dream job now. So, my, my own boss and just cranking out the shields. So, so, what's it like for you now? Where's your where's your mindset at um, when you're going to this this job versus the previous jobs that you had before? Is there a day that you're dreading going in, or or is it more than just a job for you? No, I. I never dread a day that I have to come here to paint. Um, I look forward to, uh, some guys send me some really elaborate stuff that they want. Um, I'm working on a shield right now for a firefighter in Foxborough, Massachusetts. And he, it's a Boston shaped shield. So it's a big one. And he's, he wants me to paint their ladder truck on it. an E one ladder, which is a lot of detail work. And it's those kind of details and, and, the 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 one of a kind shields that I really like doing, um, you know New York, in Boston, you know you you paint in the same shield twenty times and it gets boring, but you know, on on the table now there's a bunch of them that are one of a kind that you know the guys really personalize, them. and those are the kind that I really like to do. Sometimes I don't even like to send them out because I like them so much. <laughs> um, has there ever been a time when like a, I know you said you mentioned. Uh, Rescue me. Uh, has there been any other time where where people from California or New York or people in the movie industry reached out to you? Um, way kind of about ten years ago, I did a lot of work as a set medic for the Michigan film industry that was here. And mm-hmm. one thing that I found out and what I lived kind of lived through for a little while is the notice they give you is about eight hours prior. So they're like, well, we need you here eight hours yesterday. So if you can just be here on uh, then, we we need that to happen. So have you ever had that 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 impact with with creating a shield where you were just you, you were given a kind of a, a a quick timeline and either you you know made it happen or didn't? Yep, that happened to me when they were filming Ladder Forty Nine. Um, they didn't give me eight hours. They gave me three days notice that I had to get a shield. I think it was down in Baltimore. They were filming it. And I told the guy, he says, if I started painting it right now, I'd have to get it in the mail to you today to get it down to you by the three day deadline, which was just absolutely impossible. No, I told him you had to give me at least a week, but not, I couldn't do it in three days. I would like to have had it, um, in the movie, but. It just wasn't possible. I gotcha. Um, yeah. So, what is if you were to if you were to put your shield on one particular style, era, generation of helmet? What would it go on? Mm, probably sixties or seventies shield. Um, you know, even the you know the high eagle days. Those I had some elaborate high eagle shields, and um, and I've made them with the steamers on them, and it's a lot of work. Um, 
but I'd say the 70s, 60s, 70s, those are like the when firefighters were really busy and they had the, the those are like the real classic looking shields that I think. Awesome. Now, uh, in terms of a helmet, fiberglass or leather? No. Leather. <laughs> Come on. What are these European ones they're making now? Come on. What is that? <laughs> Bob, I, I really do appreciate you, you coming on here. I, I can't thank you enough. You are really a, a creator of tradition and really preserving our fire service um, you know, with, with your artwork. So I, I do appreciate you um, jumping on here. Thank you so Thanks. much. I'm, I'm glad guys like my shields and um, – I'll be, I'll be doing this for a long time and you know just keep cranking them out yeah how how, how long are you yep. hoping to, to 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 do this for oh at least well let's see i got my arthritis in my left hand so i can't <laughs> hold shields there the right hand is still going good no carpal tunnel yet so i'd like to do another 20 years that's awesome that's awesome yeah. so for yeah. every millennial listening to this right now there is an opportunity for you still to make rank, to be able to <laughs> to to get these uh, shields, um, Bob. If, if there are uh, chief officers, battalion chiefs, fire chiefs, assistant chiefs, um, lieutenants, captains, anything that they want your work for, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at um, on, at at Helmet Shields on Instagram, or uh, you can email me at helmetshields at hotmail and then what 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 makes the process easier for ordering um for, for you if if I were to email you blind what makes your your job easier um uh to create something um for them I tell people when they when they ask me that um email me what you want you can attach any pictures that you want me to go by if you have any artwork that you want me to use you can attach that uh, a lot of guys have their own. I've done so many Bugs Bunnies and Tasmanian Devils on helmets. It's incredible. So you can email me all that and set it up the way you want it. And um, I, can, I always reply back and we can go from there. There's no set form because every shield is basically one guy's creation. So And you can draw it up too. You don't have to be an artist. I just want to know what you want to set up where. I can go by that. The only thing that's holding me up is getting my supplies in. I'm waiting for gold from Australia, and my shield maker um, uses black uh, leather from China because he can't get it in the United States for some reason, and those were held up in customs. So there's a little backup there going on, but we'll go through it. Bob, best of luck, man, with everything. Thank you so much, and uh, sure. have a good day. Thanks for having me on. Thanks a lot. Yeah, we'll see you. All right, bye. bye. Thank you to Bob Stella for coming on. Thank you for listening. If you're in the market for a new shield and you have a little bit of that stimulus check left over, uh, at Helmet Shields on Instagram and uh, connect with Bob. Uh, thank you all for listening so much. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And have yourself a great Memorial Day. Remember, it's not about the bar barbecue and the beer. It's about our freedoms. And we'll see you on the next one. All right. 